Welcome to the Helihead Show. This is episode number 43. I am your host, Kids, and with me is Gucci. Hello, my friends. And we've got Yard Sale. Hello. And we got uh, Fence Post. Not in my car. I know what to do with my hands. (laughs) I ruined that. Yeah, you did. Uh, Keep going. And we've got Flip Flop. What's up? Man, flip-flops sounding good. Sounded better to the rest of you. All right. Mm. And then we have the extraordinary Dorothy. Gold what up, member. What up, what up? Gold member. Dorothy Honus. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be good. You have to the wicked pitch of the West. <laughs> Go ahead and say it, Ryan. I see what you did there. Uh, do I hear music? <laughs> oh, oh! He's, been, he's been waiting all night to say that. <laughs> he's been like, man, I hope they asked me to be on the show. Hey, I listened to like all 41 episodes now. I'm so, I'm so, I am so, so sorry. sorry. Uh, I know. I don't know what the hell got. I don't know we what. need to get you some friends. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> oh, gosh. What have you guys been up to? Anything? Uh-oh. Not really. I got nothing. Nope. Um, yeah. Nothing? I got some stuff. Yeah. I just signed stuff. up to spend a shit ton of money. Mm. Oh, Lord. College? No, not yet. Not yet. A new house. Oh, mm. all right. That's right. Next. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you know how it is like when it's like a boring Thursday afternoon and your wife puts bad ideas in your mind? Hey, no, let's let's yeah. let's look at no. Like I only spend money on my hobby. Let's get this straight, right? And then out of nowhere, oh yeah, we're buying a, a house, building a house. As a matter of fact, not, oh, not too many of not too many of us are Gucci enough to just sit around on a Thursday night and just go, <laughs> yeah, let's build a house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you know, honey, yeah. I've been thinking. Fuck yeah. this place. Let's move. <laughs> <laughs> The only time I've ever had that mental conversation is playing with Legos. Yeah. <laughs> I molded one out of house. my mashed potatoes one time. <laughs> Building mountains with mashed potatoes? Yeah. It, it, it might have been like the, the, I mean, the house next door is really close and the, their kids were out on the trampoline and whew, I think that did it. I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? You know, I could only take so much of a bunch of kids yelling at like yeah. eight thirty, nine o'clock at night. Yeah. You're like leaning out the window saying, no, thank you. I've already got yeah. two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Throwing your goblin slipper at him. Get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like your kind here. <laughs> goblin slipper. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. Goodness. All right. Yep. Well, I guess we should kick it off, huh? Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Well, all right. So I just want to give a big thanks to everyone who downloads streams, listens to our podcast. We certainly appreciate each and every one of you. Even you, gold member. Gold member. Hey, man. Even you, I think I'd, what, did I like double your total number of listens now with, yeah. with my 41? Yeah, yeah you and your fan guy. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Well... Let's just jump right into it. we got a ton of people on the mics tonight, so uh, let's get this kicked off. Good thing I didn't have a eventful week. Weeks. So, Gooch, what Winters. do you got, man? 
Uh, you got some new toys. Tell us about it. Well, it's been, what, about two hours now that I've tried to update my 69Z, and I just can't figure it out. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think it, Yeah. I think it might be my micro SD card because it's not, it's seen as zero. Like hey, it's got it's, no capacity on it. Is it what size are you using? Is it, is it like a 16 gig or something like that? He's Gucci. He's probably got a three terabyte micro <laughs> SD card in that thing. It's a 64 gig. I use it on my GoPro. Dude, so that's okay. Plenty. That's plenty. Get well, something smaller. Yeah, so try something smaller. I had a problem with a micro SD card not being recognized, and when I switched to like a super old, like two hundred fifty-six megabyte, it suddenly started working. Yeah, did really. You, if you look at the formatation yeah. on the card, if it says HC for high capacity, some electronics actually can't read that. Yeah, did you format that too? Well, on the Futaba radio, it says HC on the, the micro SD imprint. Oh, okay. So well, then you uh, fucked it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> did, you, did you click save when you put it on there? Yes, I clicked save. I formatted the micro SD card. I did you format save, it after you saved it? And then I actually flipped three switches and then I press eject. And then I took it from my computer and put it into the actual slut of the oh, radio. What? Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, well, speaking of sluts, um, did you change the main shaft? The what? Did you change the main shaft? <laughs> no, but I lubed it though. <laughs> I did, did lube you it. The sticks. Hang on. Does it say what format the card has to be formatted in, whether it's like FAT32 or NTFS or anything like that? Uh, I looked in the manual and it doesn't really say. Well, here's the deal. Supposedly, whenever you put a brand new micro SD card into the radio, it automatically creates some folders and I'm not seeing these folders. Yeah, but that's yeah, just it. So I, I think I honestly sorry Scott. I think you need to either format it to fat or fat thirty two and probably fat and put it in the slut. And then put it in the <laughs> slut. Uh, I think the reason it's not reading it is because it's formatted for your GoPro. Oh have you found yeah, a friend that. <laughs> Well, that's just my guess. Me. Monty's usually up till midnight, so. Well, he's probably just waiting for my call. He's been waiting now for like two months since I pre-ordered this radio. He's still sucking on the sticks of his 16 IZ he got in the mail. Mm. <laughs> but I told you what I had to do with this God, radio. I just got a horrible visual. I that's <laughs> Good God. So, you know, initially I had this radio pre-ordered through A-Main, right? And... I kept getting the, you know, it's going to be here on the 12th. It's going to be only on the 23rd. It's going to be, and I just ended up like actually just uh, canceling the order. And it's I went. Like you ordered through. an Avastro. Yeah, kind of. It <laughs> would just, I don't think it would ever showed up, showing up. So I canceled that order and I just went through Shannon and I got it that way. There you go. Because, you know, it was mm. like, how come a main. you know, they're not getting their product, but there's other hobby shops that are shipping the product you know so what I mean? jason tell us who uh who who finally pulled through for you uh, only fine helis shannon there it is, is. The man mm. love that yep Shameless so plugs. yeah on, on a serious note i think you you probably need to format that card um i'm assuming it's probably very uh, like it does I, say I, I on the card itself it says xc not hc so could that be it 
Yeah, I, so I honestly, I would try a smaller capacity. You said it was sixty-four bit, so or sixty-four six, gig. Yeah, sixty-four okay. gig. Okay, so GoPros with anything larger than thirty-two bit formats as an XFAT format. Yeah. So you got to take that. You can change the partition size possibly. So pull down the capacity, make it smaller, and just okay. format it as FAT thirty-two. And I bet you it works. Okay. Or just get you a think, smaller you think card. FAT thirty-two. Yeah. So can in in the um. And that format thing on on Windows, can you can you partition it, uh, or at least to make it thirty two yeah. only visible? It's got a it's got a pull down at the top for yeah. capacity, and I think you can truncate the partition size to a smaller awesome. size. Yeah, it's something I've never done before, but that makes sense. Yeah. So let's do this right now, live. Do so it. format. Its default is XFAT, and the only option I have is other than that is NTFS. You definitely don't want to do NTFS. Good it doesn't key, recognize you, it. Do you have a smaller SD card? Because if it's capable of reading XC or HC, it's going to be capable of reading a standard micro SD. So if you have something that's like an 8 gig, throw it on there because I'm sure it's not bigger than 8 gigs and plug it in the damn radio. Dude, I fly FR Sky, and it's not this complicated. Yeah. <laughs> and next week, join us at Geek Squad's podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to learn how to mine Bitcoin. There you yeah, go. I'm going to have to figure out how to get to fat, the FAT32 format file system. Because yeah. out of the windows, is not letting me do that. It gives me two options, NTFS and XFAT. That's interesting. You know, so let's do this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm playing with this right now. Cool. Let's see. Next thing I did. I didn't fly this past weekend. We were running around doing house home shopping and all that good stuff. So, but I did fly two weeks ago when Bob Heaster and let's see, we had Bob Heaster, uh, Kenny Hutton. Uh, John Dale, they all came up to North Jackson for the weekend. Nice. South Kazakhstan. So, yep. Mm-hmm. So flew mostly the Kraken Nitro. It's actually rebuilt. Um, still working on the 91 3DS, kind of slowly tuning it back. Um, it was, so to speak, like a brand new rebuild, new um, ring, new rear bearing. So I'm kind of just easing into it. But I did fly the Genesis, and I actually did a lot more, like, so to speak, upstairs maneuvers. And next thing you know, you know, I have Todd Dudek, and he's like, you know, that, that maneuver where you do a roll on the upside, and then you come back, and I'm like, Todd, like this? He's like, no, that's not it. And I'm like, that's all I got, man. <laughs> so, but it's definitely um, playing with some of the gains, like, uh, like uh, Scott guided us through the last uh, episode it did make a difference on the hover mode too oh, nice. so i started i started messing around with the eye gains and the p gains on the head and and the tail and it's definitely it just feels more locked in now like it doesn't you know, so to speak, before it had, you know, some slight shakes at times, um, especially being that low of a head speed. Like I was able to, and I literally, I didn't necessarily go, I know I need less eye gain. I literally just 
you know, took 20, you know, let's say 10 or 15 points of the eye gain, uh, you know, lowered it, see how it felt. If it didn't feel good, it felt worse, then I went the opposite way and gave it 10 or 15 extra points. And I was able to kind of definitely clean it up a lot. I mean, I'm flying that thing at 1300 RPM and it's, it feels like it's getting there as far as for hovering stability and everything else. So shouldn't you, shouldn't you be at 1400? No, no, there's, there's no need for 1400. <laughs> I actually, my, my, my V control is incapable. That's how I got a Futaba radio. So I could do 1450. Sorry. I couldn't resist. No, 1450 is too much. It's gotta be 1400. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, but yeah, you know, it was just awesome to hang out with John Dale. Just want to say thank you. Um, I got a new uh, V-Touch uh, wrap. I removed the XL Power logo off of it. Oh, thank God. Because I'm just kidding. I, kidding. Because, because <laughs> I, kept, I kept throwing up every time I looked down at my timer. Ah, oh, come on man. now. Mm. Come on now. So, yeah, full work. payback. It's payback, Mike. You just got to, you got to just take it. Just, mm. just say yes. I'm just saying you haven't puked. You've never puked when you looked at a sphincter before. Don't, uh, don't give me that you're puking now. <laughs> Especially so, a dirty yeah. one. Oh gosh. So definitely had a good time, and that's about it. So some hobby stuff. I still, I, I did clean the crashed parts from the nitro because what I did was remember I just took parts of the electric. <laughs> like hall assemblies and moved it over to the nitro. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually uh, looked, you know, took everything apart, cleaned it up from all the mud and grass and crap on it. And, you know, the tail overall, it wasn't bad. I'm going to replace all the bearings in the tail, but even the tail pitch slider that's in the tail, it's tweaked. So that was tweaked. The, um, the actual tail slider, um, actually, a piece of it is missing. <laughs> so I literally cracked, you know, where the ball from the 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 uh, the ball that goes into the tail slider to actually control it from tail rod, right? From the uh, um, to make it go back and forth, right? There, the it's got yeah. Yeah, the pitch arm, you know, the ball that sits on it and it goes into the slider. Hmm. You know, you know the, the the thing, the thing on the model, <laughs> oh, right? Come on, man. So <laughs> it's the the little collar got chipped from the crash. So is it a big deal? I probably could use it. I'm not going to throw it away, but I just didn't end up ordering that too. But luckily enough, as far as the transmission, um, it's you know fine. The, obviously, the frames didn't crack. So you know what looked good. You know, actually, wasn't there was no issues. That transmission is per- perfectly okay. Nice. So, yeah, that's about it. So, a little nice. bit of everything. Very Mike, cool. you're next. Give us, give us your your oh, Excel speech. So, so, my week is going to be a roller a roller coaster ride for our uh, our fellow Canadian. Yes, it's going to be some ups and downs for this one, buddy. I apologize. Hmm. So, uh, as Gucci said, we had the Heaster Hangout weekend where Bob came up and uh, we had John Deo and Kenny and all those guys came out and hung out with us. Um, did the uh, did some flights on the Hoblin 
and ended up blowing up the motor. Uh, I think it was my fault. I'm pretty sure that I counted. I thought I was pretty sure I counted two turns out for the stock settings, but when I checked them, they were only one turn out, um, and it didn't last a whole tank even. So had to stick that back in the car um, and beat up on some other stuff. So the Hoblin actually has me very frustrated at the moment. It's probably going to get stripped down and put up on the corner again uh, for the next victim. Uh, uh, uh. We'll see. So, so Darren, if you uh, if you want to join me, man, I'll, I'll set you up with a good price. Just <laughs> let me know. Uh, oh but yeah, gosh. so while I was there, uh, our buddy Kenny seen that I was down in the dumps about my broken goblin, and uh, basically gave me an offer I couldn't pass up. How do you uh, fix, so I ended how do you up fix a hoblin? You give him another goblin. <laughs> <laughs> you buy a crack, crack, crack hoe. Crack, yeah, that's it, crack hoe. <laughs> yeah, so uh, ended up picking up a kraken off of Kenny, and uh, been working on that all week, getting it uh, all set up and everything. Tell me honestly, is it painted like a freaking fruity pebbles box? Uh, was no this. It wasn't like a fruity pebbles box. He had some yellow airbrush work on it but i actually i i've i like the blue and yellow canopy set so i ended up buying the canopy and boom and stuff for the yellow and blue uh canopy fort and then i'm just gonna hang on to the orange one for uh the next time around whenever the new canopy stuff hits meets its meets its maker uh but yeah did that i broke my specter did an inverted auto that uh Basically pointed the nose directly at the ground and lost all my head speed. Oh, tried to flatten it out to get the head speed back and it didn't come back and it landed directly on the head. And surprisingly, I bent my spindle, I broke a main blade and I broke the tail boom. Everything else seems to be just fine. So 12 bucks. Yeah, about 12 bucks. <laughs> 12 bucks and a can of bush light. There you go. Yeah, back, listen, back, don't back don't, and running. Don't forget the $30 shipping. Okay. <laughs> right yeah that's true you know it seems like parts you know cost less than shipping these days yeah, for XL power. Yeah, it's getting a little ridiculous from everywhere really so uh, i got the parts for that to fix that up today i had everything but the tail boom so i had to order a tail boom um got that in the mail today hopefully get it ready tomorrow night and be able to take it back out and get a flight on it this weekend and do the maiden flight on the Kraken this weekend. See how that goes. So who knows? Maybe next week I'll have a package deal. It'll be a goblin bundle. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Jesus. PayPal uh, ready. Yeah. Yep. I had the Oxy up for sale. Uh, was a little bit on the high side for the price, but I just picked it up in like uh, November, I think I bought it. And I'm not really ready to get beat up on the price for it yet. So I think I'm actually just going to stick it back in the shelf and get it back up in the air again. Start flying it. Yes. So other than that, man, that's been pretty much it for hobby-wise stuff. Been pretty busy with work and doing all that fun stuff. All right. That's it. So, Scott, what you got, man? Oh, um, I think I'm going to take my first no-fly. 
Yeah. yeah, that's that's really bad. I think that's my first since I got back in the hobby. Wow. My wife just gave me like a slanted glance, like she's ticked off. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> I actually crashed my 200, I think, two weeks ago. Mm. Does that count as flying? No. That's Does those count? Like, those don't count. Imagineering. Yeah, but I haven't been flying a lot. Um, I have been slightly obsessed with alternate hobbies. Uh, yeah, but I should be flying relatively soon. My stuff's also broken. <laughs> <laughs> but that's so you're waiting on parts. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Oh, gosh. So the raw is, is raw. Yeah, the raw is raw. The raw went in when Todd, not Todd, when Tom Shin was here. Um, it lasted like a flight. Like I didn't check my elevator servo arm, and apparently it was stripped out or ready to snap and oh, let go and aileron TikToks, and the thing just like yeeted itself away. So that wow. thing was dead. Um, my Kraken technically flies, <laughs> but I've been a little lazy. Nice. Yeah, that's all I got. Kevin, what you got? Tell me you flew more than I did. Uh, I flew a total of one and, two, one, and, one and two halves. Oh. Yeah. I thought you were on the German scale. Nine flights. <laughs> Nine. Um... No, I, I did remember that I went out and flew. I forgot. Uh, me and Ben went out. Did I talk about that last time? Maybe not. Uh, so Ben and I went to um, Utahville, and he brought his uh, raw. I brought my 580, and um, I the 580 was crashed really badly. And uh, so I do have a little issue going on. Uh, I got a vibration, um, so I'm trying to chase that down. So. I flew it for, well, I flew, I did flew it once. So it was two and a half. Well, yes, that's right. So that was the one flight and then two half flights. So I noticed it was making this vibration sound. So I landed uh, when the flight was done. And uh, the next time I put a new battery in it, we started really kind of focusing to see where it was. And it's the tail linkage rod. So I don't, I don't quite know what's causing it because that tail had been completely rebuilt. Uh, with all new bearings. So we're kind of trying to figure out what else was probably bent <laughs> from the bad crash that it was in uh, months ago. And uh, so then Ben was like, here, fly my raw, because I hadn't flown it yet with the Tariq motor, and um, and it shut down. So um, <laughs> luckily I was able to auto it down, um, but I was I was beaten up on it pretty bad. And all along, we, we were kind of leaning on that it was the batteries that were the problem. And after communicating... Did with, you charge them? <laughs> we did charge them this time. <laughs> uh, but uh, after communication with uh, Mayo, who is a uh, guy that works for YGE, we've been in contact with him. And he was able to look into Ben's logs and see that there was some type of disconnect that happened. So Ben's now going through his wiring to see you know, if we can find anything that would have caused that. So it wasn't the batteries and it wasn't the ESC. There was there was something else that happened. So we're we're trying to, you know, nail that down and figure out what happened. Um I think Ben has some some avenues that he's going to explore with that, uh with maybe with some crosstalk possibly. Uh like power wires being next to, you know, ESC 
throttle wire, you know what I mean? The throttle wire or even the data wire and things like that. So I, I'm, we're wondering <laughs> if it's causing like EMF. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, uh, unfortunately, even at that point, uh, there was like this massive rain cloud coming in. And so we, we called it quits and went home, but that's literally all the flying I've been doing. Um, here I had this little 270 and I have not flown it at all. I've just been so busy at home. And, uh, this week in particular, the girls have all been home from school because it's spring break. So, um, wait, 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 270. Oh, did you not know about the 270? No. Where have you been? Uh, apparently not we're around when you're talking about a 270. I don't know. I thought it talked about like it a last Blade time. 270. Yeah. Um. Well, it's not really a Blade 270 anymore. But Man, you <laughs> just like punishment, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Ben and Josh, they have graduated to the big stuff, and they don't really fly it a whole lot. And I'd been discussing buying something for the backyard. I was gonna go for the Logo 200. Um. But, you know, this thing here, like, they have nothing on it as stock. Like, it's, you know, the motor is way too big for it. The ESC is way too big for it. The servos, of course, are not stock. They're aftermarket, uh, KST something or others. And um, and so I I started flying it in the backyard. Um, and, and I did for, like, two or three days. And then it kind of stopped. So I've just been kind of busy. There's been a lot of things going on. And... Uh, I haven't really flown it since, um, but uh, hmm. so yeah, so not a whole lot of flying this this go around. Uh, but I did do something interesting. Um, all this talk with uh, pop and breakers. I had an electrician out here today, and I had them. You know, they basically were like, "Okay, what are you using to charge? Like, what 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 are you doing?" And oh, um, I thought maybe you were upgrading your house to fourteen S. <laughs> <laughs> That would be amazing. Uh, so, <laughs> so they they got poking around and and looked in the breaker box and they were like, well, the the breaker is fine. It's actually it is a twenty amp breaker. I I was mistaken. I and I I guess I fooled myself into thinking that it was ten amps because it would pop at ten amps or twelve amps, whatever. And um, so it is a twenty amp breaker, but it's a arc fault breaker. And the deal is with that is that they are extremely hypersensitive to like bursts. So when we're charging packs and you fire off two packs that, you know, we're going to pull down 10 plus amps. It sees it as a, as a spike as opposed to, you know, kind of warming up. And he, he basically said, he was like, well, you know, if you started out small, like, you know, two or three amps each channel, he says, and then like over the span of 30 minutes to an hour, like then bumped it up. He goes, it probably would take it. And he says, are you, have you been successful at all doing it? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you know, I, I, I've done it before on other outlets. I'm like, but other outlets have also popped too and whatever. And he's like, listen, he's like, I would love to do this for you. He's like, but I can't. And uh, basically, you know, it's it's not legal for him to come in and change one of those arc fault breakers uh, because it would, you know, break code for the, you know, whatever the house, you know, stuff. So uh, he's like, not to say that you can't do it, he says, but I can't legally do it. And I was like, well, I don't really feel like, you know, feel like setting my house on fire. He's like, seriously doubt that would ever happen. 
He said, but he goes, because there's a chance. He says, I, I can't touch it. So, so was, was the guy like, how, how did the guy look at your helicopter batteries? Was he like, holy shit, that's for a helicopter? Um, you know what? They didn't really say anything. Um, he was like, really? what is it? Like a charger, a, you know, a golf cart charger. And I was like, no, I said, it's more like hobby grade stuff. I was like, I fly, you know, model aircraft and, uh, and uh, you know, I showed him the, you know, the helicopters there hanging on the wall and he was like, oh, okay. And that was pretty much kind of it. He didn't really get into it, but he did say, I want to look at your <clears> charger to see. And he went straight to the power supply. He was like, okay. He's like, listen, you know, on 110, he goes, you're, you're only going to get 12 amps, you know, per this, you know, power supply from the wall. After it does its inversion and whatever else, you know, to the charger, sure, you can get 40 amps. But he, you know, he said, basically, you know, you're never going to get more than 12 amps. He says, so technically speaking, he says, your breaker is fine. He says, but it's because of the fact that it's an arc fault breaker that's causing you the headache. He says, it's too much of a burst. He goes, if you try to pull 20 amps, he goes right off the rip. He goes, you're going to pop it every time. So, well, he didn't say your helicopters were cool, so he probably drives a Prius or something anyway. So <laughs> nobody cares what he had to say. Uh, he probably does RC cars. <laughs> yeah. He's probably like, that thing got a camera on it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you mount a gun to it? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So I tried. I did try, but no such luck on the, the breaker front. So I'm still going to be popping them breakers, I guess. Well, you could always build a new house, right, Gucci? Well, oh, but baby. see, by code, they have to use uh, specific breakers, you know? Yeah. So, I'm, I'm it, kind of, they, it'll be interesting to see if you can get something done. Not to mention you're in a different state. Maybe it's different. I don't know. But yeah. it'll no, be interesting it's, it's to see. the same thing up here, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. You no, know, it's the same thing, because even uh, for my house, one thing that in the inspection they found out was that supposedly... The breakers I have in my box, they're not the recommended breakers for the box. Mm. So I'm like, what do you mean, you know? And they're like, well, this is what you need. I'm like, well, is the house burning down? No. Okay, just leave them, whatever. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I told the wife, I was like, I could change the breaker out 20 amp for 20 amp. And she was like, uh, no. <laughs> she means like, yeah. you know, because basically being an arc, arc fault, you know, they they sense that the wires are getting hot or I, whatever and so it you know of course pops the breaker so i uh you know so mike of course you were messaging earlier like you know that's why you charge batteries at the field i'm like well clearly i have the safest house in fucking town so i'm never <laughs> yeah. gonna ever set my shit on fire yeah you're gonna plug your iphone in tonight click <laughs> son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh, yeah. So that was that was kind yeah, of yeah. I don't I don't know what I'm gonna do because I think in like I said in the basement I might actually pull like a 40 amp you know run off the box because I have the 200 amp box now in the basement. Um, so I might try to do one that's just specific for charging. You right. know, yeah. And I don't know if it's gonna make a difference or not, but I also don't run it that high. You know what I mean? Well, I don't either. You know, and, and mm -hmm. here's the thing, to be fair, like when I'm at home, typically I only charge one C anyway, you know, but that's still 10 amps. So if my outlet is feeling finicky, technically, I mean, because there was one time that there was a fluorescent light plugged into that outlet. I plugged the charger in 
turned it on, and it popped a freaking breaker. There was no load at all except for the charger itself and the light. So it's it's just shitty. But, you know, I don't usually do 2C at home anyways, you know. But it would be nice. Hmm. (laughs) It'd be nice to be able to charge faster than that. You guys make me nervous with this charging at home talk. Well, I don't like charge it and then go take a freaking nap upstairs. I mean, yeah, but still, you know, once it's burning, it's burning. And whatever's going on in the walls is going on in the walls. I would never know. But I guess that's where I'm saying like these particular breakers that would that would never happen. You know. But it is what it is. I mean, yeah, I could fire up the generator, but that sucks. I don't want to do that. You know. Mm -mm -mm. But anyway, moving on. That's uh I think that's about all I have. Oh, except um I did get a new motor. I have been ordering stuff. What have I gotten? Just a bunch of crap, but uh I did get batteries. The batteries finally came in. Um I haven't even opened the box. Like that's how non hobby Did you get maniacs? No, uh I I got the HRBs from Shannon. My man. Yeah. Um so I finally uh my Tariq motor is in route. It should be here tomorrow. Exciting. Um but in the meantime, John Allen actually hooked me up with the motor. He <laughs> he hooked me up uh with a KDE seven hundred XF motor. And um it's a big boy. I mean it's it's big. It's a forty five forty one. So and they were bitching about a hole in the ozone before. Right? You're going to tear holes in that sky. (laughs) So his words, well, so this is how, you know, John, he's, he's a smart cookie. He, uh, he was like, just pay shipping. I was like, okay. I'm like, so when I get it, PayPal, you a hundred bucks. Got it. And he was like, no, just shipping. I was like, okay. And, and he knew, he knew I was not going to do that. So when the motor finally was shipped and he said, it should be there, whatever day it was Monday or whatever. Uh, I was like, well, what's, what's the shipping? He's like, don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, Cause he funny. was just like, he was hell bent on me not paying him for the motor. I was like, just fucking tell me, you know, but he wouldn't. So, um, so he did give it to me, which was super cool. Um, so I'll have to nice. like slip some money into his. Well, he knows he knows you're gonna need that hundred bucks to put towards a, a Tesla ESC, so you can right run it without shutting off. Yeah. So he was like, he says the only thing I want out of that, he goes, is I want to hear about the NASCAR pulls with it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, done. We can do that. So uh, I'm I'm kind of excited to try it out to see you know what it does. But um, yeah. So uh, got that motor, got the Treek motor coming. Um, I did buy. It's just odds and ends stuff. I got some of those black washers. Pretty excited about that because I'm I'm gonna black out the washers on the um the raw or something like that. And uh, what's that? By the way, what's that? They add 100 RPM to that speed. Sweet. Mm -hmm. Black washers. Yep. And each one of them takes off about five grams of weight total. Oh Mm -hmm. yeah, full power, baby. (laughs) Twenty-eight hundred ten ten point two pounds. Sweet. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah, I love them worshers. <laughs> worshers. Super worshers. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, did get another YG ESC in the 155 for the other 580. Ooh, so, shit. I think tomorrow night I'm going to install that with Ben. I think he's, he, Friday nights, a lot of times he comes over and hangs out. So, I think he should be coming over. Um, 
But uh, so are those both seven S now, or are you running? They are both seven S. Yeah, no, they're both seven S. Okay. Yeah. For now. For now. This week. This week they might turn. So they make an eight S battery. (laughs) Yeah. So it's fast enough. It doesn't need to be more than seven S. I don't think, anyways. Wow! I can't believe you just said that. It's fast enough. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I got yeah, just other little things too. I think I got some new driver uh, tips, the Scorpion driver tips, because I broke a 1.5 again. So I broke my two. Did you? Well, I have two yeah. of them. So I, if you want one, I'll just give it to you at Springfield. Nah, I'll just I'll just order one. Yeah. Support um, my man, George's. Yeah. Yeah, so that was that's uh I think that's it. That's all I got. So, Brent, you got a week. Hey. What you got going on? Are you awake? Yeah, I'm here. Sweet. <laughs> all right. So I haven't been flying. Um, like it's I not no reason why, but just haven't really felt like it. So getting it's back becoming out becoming a a bad habit, Brent. I, I know. I'm gonna be getting out this weekend for sure on Sunday. So. I will have more to talk about about my flying, and then um, I met with the Urcha guys, and I got accepted as an Urcha ambassador. So that's nice. exciting. Congrats, yeah. man! Thank you. So, yep. Um, well, I have to ask, like, what what was the motivation uh, to to do that? Well, take us through that. Um, my motivation is to get more events on this side of, you know, the, the Arizona, like Nevada and California side, I guess. Okay. And to also, you know, since I'm getting more into F3C, maybe having some competitions there and we talked about a few ideas and things. So, okay. There's some stuff in the works. So how do you feel Urcha can benefit from your services? I don't know. <laughs> just, I'm trying to throw interview questions at right him. I know. I'm like, uh. <laughs> Did they ask you what radio you flew? No. Mm, <laughs> boy, you skated through that one. Yeah. Yeah. So what Brent is to Urcha is like their magic eight ball. So he's not consistent, but he'll just come up with a decision. Yeah. <laughs> if you shake him twice, though, he'll flip flop and change the answer. Yep, so if they don't like right. it, they just ask him again. Like we asked, we asked Monty, but he's still trying to figure out how to update his Futaba radio. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, it's the micro SD card, guys. Gosh. So you're gonna you're gonna be ambassador? Yes. Are you you already geared up for this season? You're gonna make um, it happen? Yeah, I'm just starting. I haven't. We haven't talked too much about it yet, so I'm just kind of waiting on more news about. Uh, what to do, but I'll be involved in things and uh, doing different things for Urcha, the organization and everything. So, so you know that, re- that, requires, that requires you to go to the uh, Jamboree, right? Mm. No, they were okay. I told them I couldn't go. <laughs> what? Yeah. I have a good excuse. I'll be working. It's <laughs> hardly an excuse. Oh, well. Yeah. So, but. But yeah, I'm excited about that. Something new, something to get me motivated in the hobby more. So nice. And also, I ordered some torque cyclic servos for the Wraith uh, from Frank Les Doritos. Nice. So thanks, Frank, for those. They're on their way. Should be here this weekend. So on Saturday. 
So I'll start getting the Wraith. I've, that'll be everything for the Wraith. Also, I won the, one of the $100 gift certificates from the Mania X. Yeah. Uh, or Maniacs, oh, yeah, right. or whatever you call it. Yeah. yeah, so I ordered a battery, so I have one battery, so I have to order another one. But yeah, so I haven't gotten, uh, I wasn't able to try it yet, because I got to get another one first, but I'm excited about that. So I got the first one in. Sweet. And yeah, for me, that's about it. Just going to get back to flying. I want to go, you know, every week. I want to push myself again, so. Nice. Getting back into it. Love it. All right. All right, so we got uh, Ryan Jones. Hey. Uh, what have you been up Honest. to, man? Honest. Oh, yeah. Oh. Honest. 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 Honest, yes. Oh, man, it has been so windy this last week here. We get these, like, 30, 40-mile-an-hour winds that, you know, you can fly in, but it's just no fun. You're, like, trying to do a funnel, and it's, you know, drifting 100 feet downwind every single circle. Yeah, so... I it, it literally blows. Yeah. And, Did it take uh, your uh, dog no! Toto too? It took my dog Toto. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, there shit. was <laughs> there was a cow that went flying by my window, like the uh, flying monkeys, the whole nine yards <laughs> here the last couple weeks. But um <laughs> now, everybody everybody in Florida right now is going like freaking rookie. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, now, and, and everything I have is pretty much crashed right now, anyway. So um, like hopefully this weekend I'll be able to get some flying back in and and get some of this stuff fixed up. But now it hasn't been a whole lot of flying since uh, two weeks ago when I I went to the field with uh, three aircraft and that were all flying uh, and uh, came home with none of them still flying. So uh, I've I've kind of been in a rut here lately, I think, but. Uh, yeah. Also, yeah. It's these stupid inverted autos that your <laughs> full pull school. Got I was going to say you should watch some... a full pull school episode. Yeah, I did. Are... That's 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 why all my shit's broken right now. <laughs> I'm let's, so uh, sorry. let's unpack that. What, what, which, what do you mean? Uh, it's you know I gotta say I really I've been going through just about all the full pole schools and I've been you know I, I'm late to the ball game here I think I started listening to you guys here about two three months ago but um you know I've I've been trying all these all all the full pole schools and and it's it's really helped progress and you know made me slow down and focus on some things but um I don't know if you guys have seen me on the the heli hangout but back in like. September, I posted something saying like, you know, what's the point of autos? Like, I, I, I fly planks also, and I never just intentionally, you know, kill throttle and try to put it down on the runway. Still, like, there's just I, what was the point? Right. And I don't it, that that thread blew up, and people, you know, said all sorts of things, and you know, as they do. Three days, three days later, I posted a picture of the Carter frames broken on my cracking because i decided to give autos a go and you know that's how it went but um no so i've i've been i've been really working on autos here lately and here starting a few weeks ago to start trying to shoot inverted autos and uh uh currently have an oxy 5 meg sitting here on the ground with broken side frames from that and a uh, specter 700 with a broken tail boom that i'm trying to feed the belt through right now (laughs) So, 
So um, I, I got a question. Are you, when you're doing your inverted autos, are you trying to flip or roll out of them? I'm trying to roll out of them. So okay. I, I, do a, I, do a big, I do a big half loop, kill power just after coming off of the, you know, inverted at the top of the loop. And then about halfway back down, roll it back right side up, and then try to get the auto. Gotcha. And uh, I, I think my problem is I'm not doing the pitch quite right while inverted. Um, on one of those on the Spectre, it, it turned into an inverted blade stop auto. And I actually managed to save that one and then played it off to everyone watching that, you know, I meant to do that. But uh, I, I, you know, it. it most of them have gone pretty well. I think I've done about eight out of ten successfully, but the, those two out of ten that killed the Oxy Inspector here were just—I got it right side up, and then there's just no head speed left, and it just pile drove right into the ground. Hmm. So, my like when I do them personally, I don't know if this is common practice or not, but I'm full positive when I'm declining. I guess would be like when you're coming down, coming down and Right, so when I'm coming down, I'm full positive collective. That it keeps the blade spinning as fast as they possibly can. Mm-hmm. And then when I flare, I go completely neutral. Like once you get towards the okay. ground and you kind of, if you're going to slide it in or, or, you know, float it in, whatever you want to call it. And then when you do your roll or whatever, it's no collective. It's all cyclic for the most part. Maybe a little bit. If you're flipping, you can a little bit of collective, but not. I mean, it's just a smidge. Yeah, and then it's collective to catch it before it touches. See, down. I think I don't think I'm doing enough positive collective on the inverted leg of the inverted auto, and that's what has killed my yeah my my helicopters here. But, See, that's the way I do them. They're 99 percent successful. Uh, like I said, I, I broke mine last weekend, uh, but that's from from diving it too steep. I think I just put it too vertical, and it was like there was no air going through the blades at all. You so, may yeah. or may not take my advice. Yes. I mean, can you do uh, it upright overspeed autos? Yeah, I can do those. Um, you know, I, I've gotten into this hobby completely, almost completely on my own. So there's there's not a lot of local guys that really fly. Um, and And I've been flying RC for most of my life now like i i'm i'm 30 and i started flying when i was like 12 or 13 and pretty much the whole time i've done it all on my own so that's that's part of my problem here is you know i i don't have anyone really to show me how to shoot an auto like i'm trying to figure it all out as i'm i'm doing it so are you coming to spring fling i'm not coming to spring fling i'm tossing around going to urcha though all right well at urcha we're gonna do a a verted auto football school all right ryan honis <laughs> Alright, I might have to be there then. Absolutely. So cool. What else no, you got? Hopefully this weekend we'll be able to get out and do some flying and, and uh once I once I get all this stuff fixed up here and and uh hopefully you know it, it lasts longer than just this weekend. But uh yeah, that, that's what I've been up to. Awesome. All right, let's uh, head into our next segment. What do we got? Um, hold on. <coughs> Mutt is hot. Yes, mm. that was good. That, that was pretty bad. That in Arizona. I, I th- yeah, yeah. I think that was, uh, that's one of the best ones. I felt yeah. I felt that Canucka <laughs> 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 made me tingle. His old pumpkin. 
he's all pumped up from the pump track. Uh, yeah. Right. I mean, <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, Gooch, we so got? we do have some things, man. Um, so uh, we finally saw a glimpse of the new BK servos, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I uh, saw so they have some uh, Egyptian hieroglyphics or graphics on it. TI 66, 26, 65. They look cool. Let me put it that way. Yeah. So they did- apparently sponsored by TI. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh no, I just like, you know, obviously more machine like the the case is aluminum obviously and it's machine pretty I mean they look cool. So it sounds like all of it was because of a an issue with supply of parts, you know, manufacturing of motors, so on and so forth. And we heard it uh apparently now they're coming back so soon we'll have bk servos um coming back to the market so that was pretty cool yeah it's pretty cool they they took that opportunity to like create something better you know what i mean or yeah i guess not better but well yeah it is better isn't it yeah no it's it's better apparently it's the 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 power and reliability because it's brushless but it's got the speed of cordless kind of thing wow gotcha yeah, yeah, so it's cool to see them capitalize on that like mis- mishap that they had going on there. So yeah, turn a bad thing into a good thing, right? Yeah, yep. And that was the thing, you know. Like I mostly run BK servos and all my stuff, you know. So and yeah, there were some issues, but at the same time, customer service was top notch. So to be honest, you know, when they come out, I'll try a you know a set and see how they are and go from there. So super stoked about that. Uh, the next thing we have, how about the new uh, Oxy tail boom? Ooh, yeah. The whistling Puro edition. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that'd be cool. Uh, shoot, it's like the old whistles we used to put on the side of the cars for deer. Dude, you gave me a good idea. Remember those Vortex footballs you used to throw on the gold? Yeah. <laughs> those off and super glue to your canopy. There you go. Yeah. yeah. There you go. So whistle tips. So what? (laughs) (laughs) So Mike, since you're a proud owner of the Oxy Five Nitro, what does this boom look like? What does it do? Tell me. Uh, I wish I could. It looks like it lets air pass through it. Um, Mm. I guess the idea is to let it pirouette faster, maybe. Uh, without with less drag, but I think it was to me personally, it looked like it was an attempt at losing some tail weight. Um, and I still think that they should probably come up with an upgrade to move the tail servo up into the frame. Personally, um, I think the tail build the tail boom idea is cool. I think it looks different. It's definitely unique. Uh, but I really don't know what the benefit is other than maybe some faster pirouettes. So I'm probably not the guy you want to ask. <laughs> you didn't like those crazy, you know, aerodynamic, colorful pictures that they threw at us? Yeah, I don't know what that stuff means. <laughs> I'm not that smart. Uh, All I want to know is, does it whistle and how loud? <laughs> <laughs> right. But, nevertheless, you know, Luca's back at it. So, obviously, he's putting some thought in the things that he's coming out with. So, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I do have uh, to give it to Luca because he... He is definitely somebody who's passionate about the hobby, and that dude just just goes and goes and goes on stuff. Um, like he he seems like he never stops trying to innovate and and do something different. So 
he's definitely a good thing for the hobby in my opinion awesome. so what he did he took the idea of the raw canopy and made it onto the boom mm. is that what you're telling me no it didn't cross my <laughs> mind at all <laughs> so yeah it's pretty cool um i'm definitely uh hopefully we see some in the field so we could actually uh check it out and see if it's better more better that's what it's all about right yeah so let's get controversial let's do it you guys you guys ready Ooh. how about the tron <laughs> 7.0 zero. Mm. that must mean it's a 700 right gucci or a seven meter what Ooh. i mean so if I'm controversial honest, yeah go ahead mike uh, go ahead uh skids if i'm honest i think it looks pretty good to be honest I am in the same boat, and I know this is very controversial, uh, but we kind of, well, I don't want to say we, I don't want to speak for anybody, but I I think that it is a good thing to have another brand uh, innovating if they can keep from stealing stuff. Um, I think it's good to have another brand because we have lost way too many in the last, like, three years. Right. So... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of curious. And if it's, you know, if it's an honest design, um, yeah, I might check it out. Yeah. I mean, after reviewing the manual on the 5.5, I mean, there, there might be similarities, but I think it's been changed enough times that it's not really a clone anymore. Um, maybe it wasn't ever, but I, uh, I mean, like, like Mike said, I mean, you know, we're, we're running out of brands here too, you know? So yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, but. Send your hate mail to Gucci at LAHeadshow.com. <laughs> so, so more controversial. Ready for the next step? What you got? Gucci you ordered got, one. You guys saw the A-Main video the, that was posted with the Icon Brain setup, mm, you know, help. So we saw it was on a Tron. Right. How long before we think you guys think it's gonna start showing the Tron brand is gonna be carried by A Main? Uh I think if they have one in the warehouse to do setups on, it's probably pretty close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would be my guess. Um Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's tough, right, Mike? I mean, I I think I think it's it's staying. I don't think it's going anywhere. I know that that makes a lot of people upset, uh, but I, I I think we're gonna have to live with it, to be honest with you, because people are gonna buy it. You know, especially if it start getting carried by uh, some of the bigger brands, some of the bigger hobby shops. Uh, they're definitely gonna be selling them, and they're gonna start showing up at Fun Flies and stuff like that, and. Uh, yeah, I would hate to see somebody get castrized over a helicopter, you know, Yeah. while they're trying to enjoy a fun fly. So hopefully we can all be adults and live with it. And, you know, it is what it is, is my opinion. Yeah. And as long, like I said, as long as they come out with some honest designs and, you know, they're not trying to uh, steal somebody's work. If that was even the case, nobody still doesn't even know what the true story is. So sure, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Yep. It's next summer for sure. 
the way I look at it is like if you don't agree with it, don't buy it. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, so I mm-hmm. have a question. Is it if it makes its way to A main, then surely it's going to start making its way to other heli shops. Um at that point, I mean are we showing loyalty to friends? Or are we showing loyalty to our shop to try and make money, which is why you started the shop in the first place? Yes, it's a good point. You know what I mean? Like, how yeah. long can you keep that going? You know, before it's like, okay, I, you know, we love the past and we love what the past did for us, but at the same time, you know what I mean? Like, you're you're missing out on a market share that, you know. That's the whole reason you started doing a, a heli shop to begin with, you know? Yeah, and I mean, I've always I've always been uh, someone to say that, you know, if, if you don't uh, want to be done dirty in business, you don't do business in China, is my opinion. Right. And that's just how that kind of stuff's handled over there. And if that was even the case, like I said, nobody even has yeah. really it's still figured out the, the true story behind it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think we, you know, me anyway. So I'm gonna probably check it out, and if it's if it looks legitimate and it looks like a a decent design, maybe uh, might have to take one for a spin. Yeah, never know. Cool. All right. You got anything else, Gooch? That's about it. All right. Mm. Do we have we should have put that one in the middle? <laughs> Supposed to make no. a sandwich. It's 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 definitely controversial, but I don't think it's going away, you know. So why keep hiding, you know? Just let's discuss it, right? We're all adults, so I think that that's pretty interesting. It's like your so, creepy uncle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. What else we got? I think that's that wraps it up. Wrap it up. That's all, right. all that is hot. Sounds good. All right, let's take a break. We'll be right back. Hey, everyone. This is Frank Moradeos, a.k.a. Way Less Doritos. I'm really grateful to be the new Maniacs USA team manager. And I'm really excited to have the opportunity to be working with some of the very best pilots in the world, such as Duncan Bossian, 2019 Global 3D Champion CD, as well as Aaron Wolf and Ramis Jacobson, to just name a few. When you're performing at this level, you certainly need the latest in light technology with the most comprehensive warranties and one of the best crash replacement programs in the industry. Maniacs provides a huge variety of packs from 2S up to 14S with multiple C ratings ranging from 35C to 70C, which caters to everyone's needs and budgets. The best part of Maniacs is their lipos come with a one year from purchase date manufacturer warranty, free of manufacturer defects. In addition to a six month crash replacement program, 30% off MSRP, six months from the purchase date. These batteries can be found at ManiacsUSA.com. Hope to see you all at the next event. All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, we have a fabulous guest with us this evening. He goes Ooh. by many names. Summer Dorothy, Summer Gold Member. And then others are Ryan Cornis. <laughs> it's kind of a big deal. He's kind of a yeah. 
<laughs> he's huge. huge. In Kansas, he's huge. That's right. Biggest deal. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I got to just keep a straight face, dude. Uh, oh, my God. My face hurts. Yeah. Ryan, welcome to the show, buddy. Thank you very much. Hey, for, thank you. You know, hopefully it's not a waste of your time. Yeah, where else Where else can you go and get your name drugged through the mud yeah. for four hours? That's right. <laughs> yeah. For free. For free. For free. For free. For free. Wait. Mm-mm-mm. You guys don't pay? No. Uh, hey, Kevin. No, Kevin. No, you pay. No, you yeah. pay. Fuck yeah. you. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Me? You know, pay you hang up now. Where are we at with the budget? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, All right. Oh. Enough. Enough. Straight face. Come on, man. Business. Come on, man. Dan, get it together. <laughs> All right. So we're, we're going to start with some basic questions. You know, nothing too hard. But okay, good. Too, but not too easy either. All right. So hopefully you remember this first one. It's like very important to tell the listeners where you're from, Ryan. I am from the Wichita, Kansas area. I'm just outside Wichita. It is basically halfway between Kansas City and Oklahoma City. Uh, decent size, like 400,000 people. Um, we call ourselves the air capital of the world because we have a bunch of uh, aerospace companies here. Oh. Uh, yeah. Nice. Uh, so, have you ever been on a podcast before? No, I've never really listened to a podcast before until I heard about your guys' thanks to Brandon Cooper on the, the, uh, the <laughs> Facebook um, Heli Hangout page. And, thanks, Brandon. Uh, Checks in the mail. God, that was yeah. a mistake. I heard they'll pay you twenty dollars to talk into a can. <laughs> <laughs> now, so I started all the way back at, at episode one, and uh, it's been nothing but downhill since then. Nice. That's usually how it goes. Why <laughs> would you give yeah. me good advice? You know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. I was really thinking of getting into nitro until I think it was like yes. episode nine when they when when Scott came on. On and talked about all the way your engine can explode and I was like, nope, uh-huh. I'm out. Uh, you can't listen to Scott. <laughs> yeah, I'm He's confused. Yeah. That was episode you gotta eight listen. with Dan Renane. Yeah. You gotta listen to Mike. He's really good at uh, not, yeah. you know, obliterating motors. Well, that's because he runs Mike, OS. What your nitro? <laughs> well, I, yeah, you're breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! So, what do you do for a living, man? Uh, I actually work at one of those aerospace companies here. It's uh, it's called Spirit Aerosystems. We are this is going to the bore the shit out of most of you guys, but we are the biggest supplier to Boeing. We build uh, fuselages and then either put them on an airplane or a rail car and send them up to the Northwest, where Boeing attaches wings and everything else to make the thing fly. Okay. This is going to sound so, really weird. Did you ever work with a guy named Justin Rocky? No, I didn't. Oh, because literally yesterday he was telling me he worked for Spiro Aerosystems. And I was like, Spirit Airlines? He's like, no, not the same. Yeah, everyone (laughs) thinks it's Spirit Airlines. And in fact, whenever whenever I travel for work, I wear my badge because people see Spirit and assume we work for an airline. We get discounts at the airports. 
Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> nice. So wait a minute. You, so you guys build the fuselage and then you put it in another plane to fly it somewhere? Yeah, yeah. We, really? uh, yeah. Boeing has these modified seven four sevens that the tail swings open on, called the Dreamlifter, and uh, we build the uh, the nose of the seven eight seven and the seven six seven and stuff them in that that seven four seven, and then Boeing you know, detaches the rest of the fuselage and wings. No shit. Yep. Yeah, Kevin is very aware of that Dreamlifter coming into Charleston. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah. Being in Charleston, Dream yeah, you can see it. Oh. <laughs> so. it's, pretty, it's pretty impressive how big that K-loader, or the, the big loader that actually goes up to that Dreamlifter Mm-hmm. It's it literally could turn on its own axis, and it's probably what eight hundred, you know, probably what twenty, thirty feet long, something like that, something crazy. Yeah, there's it's those those things they use to load those things in the seven four seven are just massive. The whole thing is massive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, nice. So, yep, so I'm any- actually. I'm actually oh, third generation at Spirit. My my dad worked there, and then my grandfather also. So no pressure on my son; he can do whatever he wants to. But uh, <laughs> you know, I, I think you know just just because of that, like I I've always been interested in in things that fly, just because that was always how I you know my my dad built airplanes for a living. He he was a stress engineer, so he made sure they didn't you know would stay together and everything. So oh, I'm a stress engineer. <laughs> Every engineer is a stress engineer. No, you're a destruction engineer. Oh, no, you sorry. Just how much stress you can deal with in the workday. Dang it, yeah. I gotta change my resume now. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Now, oh, I'm wow. a design guy, so so I, I you know, I, I I piss everybody off is, is really what I do. You tell them exactly what cannot be done, right? Yeah, no, you yeah. really, you really no, need this to is, do this. You this can't. is why I can't make you happy, and this is why I can't make you happy, and this is why I can't make you happy. But I can all make you equally unhappy. Is basically what I, why, what, what I do. <laughs> manage, <laughs> you manage expectations, right? Yep. Yep. So, so other than RC helis, do you have any other hobbies? Yeah, I uh well Don't first you of all dare say planes. I, I know, I know. I, I won't say planes, but uh well, cool. I will say that I am I'm fly sexual. I don't care what it is. I'll, I'll, <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is, I'll get it up. Oh. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> Just when I thought uh, the show was going to get better. <laughs> uh, I love it, it got even uh, better. Yeah. No, so uh, <laughs> you totally yeah. redeemed yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, so you know, I I really just started getting into the helicopter side of things about a year and a half ago. Um, once I kind of needed a new challenge, but outside of RC, um, I also uh, bicycle. Um, started with mountain bikes about 10 years ago and got into racing with that. And then being in Kansas, there's not really a lot of mountains around here. Um, so gravel riding is a big thing. So, uh, there's a big race called the dirty Kansas that is about an hour from where I live. And it draws like 2000 people every year. It's this huge deal in a, a town called Emporia, which is where my wife is from. And, uh, so I did that 
200 mile race here like six, seven years ago. And then my wife being from there decided she wanted to do it also. So, uh, she rode on the back of a tandem bike for 200 miles over about 19 hours, which included like 15 miles of carrying this 50 pound tandem through knee deep mud. Um, and it's like going through cow fields and everything like there's, there's cow shit patties everywhere. And it was awful, but we, uh, we finished. Nice. And then the the next year, I got this bright idea to go ahead and just ride all the way across Kansas, which was 420 miles. So I still, seven years later, hold the record for biking from Colorado to Missouri. And uh, wow, that was uh, that was just under 20 hours. Um, that was a, that was a great idea right up until about the last two hours. Because eastern Kansas is a lot hillier than western Kansas, and um, at that point, you know, I've got 400 miles under my belt, and uh, it, it sucked. It sucked really bad, but I I made it, and uh, still hold that record today. Awesome. And in fact, the guy I took the record from now holds several world records for riding on the track. You know, like the the indoor Olympic cycling where you go around in circles on the wood track. Damn, you pissed um, him off so bad you forced him indoors. I did. That's exactly. That's a yeah. The velodrome. Yeah. There you so, go. Yeah. He, the wooden uh, track. Well, no one knows the what thing. a velodrome is. Everybody I'm knows what the velodrome right is. I don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. The guy I took the record from now holds world records on the velodrome and uh, is a favorite for the Olympics. I think this year. So. Oh wow. Uh, yeah, I, I took a record from a, a world record holder now. So. That's that's, awesome. <laughs> uh, that's kind of my interest outside of the uh, RC world. So cool! I can't believe I also, you did a race on a tandem bike. You know, I can't believe my wife did a race on a tandem bike. I mean, uh, how's that from, thing go? Like they're going uphill, and they say, "Oh man, we barely made it." And she goes, "Yeah, we would have definitely fell backwards if I wasn't holding the brakes." <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> No, I'd catch her like taking selfies on the back of the bike as we're going up hills, and I'm like, "What the hell are you doing back there?" Like, oh, sorry, sorry. I'll do I'll do it on the downhill. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll finish strong. Yeah, yeah. Well, what the hell? I, we got like 400 more miles to go. Yeah, <laughs> get them legs working, girl. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, no, she's she's great. We we were like 15 miles in and we'd been hiking through three miles of mud and I was full on ready to quit. Like there is no good way to carry a tandem bicycle. I was like in tears from carrying this 50 pound bike. Cause you had to, you had to carry all your supplies for like 75 miles. And I was ready to give up oh, and wow. we'd taken the, we'd taken the wheels off. My wife was carrying the wheels and I was carrying the bike and eventually I was like, we're not going to finish this. This is stupid. And she looked at me in the eye and said, you know, like suck it up, pussy. Give me the bike. Woo. And she dropped the wheels, <laughs> took the bike from me. And next thing I know, she's like a hundred yards up the road ahead of me. And I'm just trying to stay upright walking through this mud. And, uh, you know, I, I would have quit 15, 20 miles in if it hadn't been for her to just it's easy you know, to be that motivated when you're not pedaling the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got nice fresh energy yeah yeah we we got a flat tire about four miles from the end and the, the situation was opposite then though she was ready to call for a ride and i was like no just get back on the back of the bike i don't care if your feet are even on the pedals like i'll get us across that finish line and and and, and we made it so 
That's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> There's like sparks flying as it's crossing the, the line. <laughs> We're going to make this happen. We're, We're going to make it. That's awesome. Well, let's yeah. get into heli questions because we always have some of those too. Yeah, let's go. Uh, how long have you been flying in general? And then obviously, you know, helis, because it sounds like you, you plank a little bit or you plank yeah, a lot. Yeah. So I, I started with RC cars when I was like, I don't even know, like 11, 12 years old. And I, like, I got into it myself and I realized after a while, I was just trying to make these RC cars jump as far and long as possible. Why not get an airplane that can just stay in the air? So, uh, <laughs> brilliant. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> so, so, uh, yeah, I, I got into RC airplanes and I was, I was really big into that for eight, nine years. I competed in, indoors flying RC airplanes and I got the, uh, the original blade CP way back. This would have been like 2006, 2007, yeah. whenever that thing first came out. And I uh, no wonder why you flew airplanes. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> And I mean, I was, you know, I was, I was 15, 16 years old. So that was, that was all I could afford anyway. And, uh, um, you know, I could do barrel rolls with it, but it was just forward flight. Um, I kind of fell out of the hobby when I really got into biking and then about like 2016 kind of started getting back into flying some more. And, uh, um, you know, that started with airplanes and, you know, the hobby came a long way in every aspect, not just helicopters from like 2009 to 2016. I mean, so many things changed. I, I was still flying 72 megahertz when I got back into it uh, in 2016. Um, and, and nobody else was by that point. So that was just the radio I still had, but, uh, I, uh, you know, started flying RC airplanes again. And then, um, I picked up a blade 400 3d that I found used for cheap. And, uh, oh, wow. man, I, there's a local guy that saw me flying this thing and he's like, I've got a whole box of parts and he just flat out gave it to me. And you know, that, that 400 3d with the, the gyro on it and everything there was, it, it wasn't bad, but you know, I was crashing that thing every time I took it out just about. And, uh, Finally, I, I uh, hear it was like September 2019. Um, found a guy selling a DT520E for 50 bucks, basically oh, wow. ready to go, except for a fly barless and blades. And uh, oh, wow. yeah, as well, should just give it for free at that point. Uh, yeah, 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 really. So you know, I was like, you know, I really ought to try fly barless. I ought to, you know, give this a real shot and. Uh, so that's what I did. I got that DT 520E. I bought a, a Brain 2 fly bar list and, you know, and a, a pitch gauge and everything and, you know, full on my own, figured out how to set it all up and, and make it fly. And, um, man, the difference between that DT 520E and that Blade 400 3D was remarkable how much better it flew. And, uh, um, so after about a month of flying that thing, you know, I was, I was getting to the point where, yeah, my goal had just been to like, learn how to hover inverted. You know, you see pictures in magazines and everything of, you know, this, these helicopters hovering inverted, cutting the grass. And I was like, that is just so cool. That's just what I want to be able to do. 
And I think a lot of people start there, but then it's like, once you get that down, then it's like, oh, hey, now I want to be able to do a TikTok. Now I want to be able to do a pyro flip. And, you know, that's, that's, that's where I'm at now, I think. But, um, so I got this DT520 and after about a month of flying it, like, you know, from flying airplanes and everything, I could do forward flight just fine and loops and rolls and, you know, like pull it up into a vertical upline and then just kick full, you know, full tail and spin it all around and come back down. And, um, it was the first time I had my wife come watch me fly this, this helicopter. Uh, I'm, I'm spoiled. I live just a short walk away from a full scale grass runway and the, uh, the, the nearly 80 year old guy that owns the field, he just gets such a kick out of watching me fly anything there that you know, he, he's welcomed me anytime I want to fly to go over there. So I went over there and my wife walked over there with me and, and uh, my, my parents were in town also. So my dad walked over and then the guy that owns the field came out and I was flying this, this DT 520 E and having a good flight doing loops and rolls and a little bit of inverted flight and just trying to, you know, you know what I could do at the time. And, then I went vertical and I spun the tail around and I still don't know exactly what happened. But then on the downline back down, I did not have any cyclic control. I was trying to pull back on the stick to level it out. Nothing happened. I hit the rescue switch. Nothing happened. And it just did a infinity nosedive right into the ground. Nice. And I turned around and my wife, my, my neighbor with the runway and my dad kind of all looked at me like, did you mean to do that? and uh so i walk over pick the helicopter up and you know canopy smashed the the frames are cracked really i think the whole thing could have been like epoxied back together and flown again if not for one the the gear that drove the um the belt shaft uh had a couple teeth missing so if anyone out there has parts to a dt 520e (laughs) hit me up I still have the frame sitting in my attic and I wouldn't mind flying it again. So really, you know, aside from the fact that it didn't last long, it's really a pretty well-built helicopter. It's super lightweight. Um, but after that, I got a, uh, um, let's see, a Blade 450 X that I also crashed a lot. And then a um, to replace the DT 520E, I found a Logo 500 SE that was up in Kansas City that I got, which uh, it's basically a, a Logo 550, but with um, a stretched belt or a stretched tail to run 600 blades. So uh, I flew that for a while. And, and, and then here, a little over a year ago, I, I basically went all in. And over the last, you know, since, since the beginning of 2020, I think I've owned just about every 550 out there and a handful of 700s. And it's, you know, it's, yeah. I just wanted to try to fly everything at that point and then, you know, figure out what I liked, what, what was my style, what, you know, what worked best for me. Sure. Nice. Cool. Yeah. So, so what, uh, what made you, um, what made you kind of lean towards helicopters recently? You know, I think it's just the challenge. I mean, I I fly 3D airplanes too, but after a while, like the only thing you can do is try to do the same maneuvers faster or lower, and that's a good way to you know not have an airplane anymore. But with <laughs> yes. 
with helicopters, like you hit the ground and, and I think unless you're, your skids you can still fix it just about no matter what um you know as long as you're not hitting the ground at you know 80 miles an hour like you're not oh. going to break a whole lot I don't so know what you're talking about right now yeah yeah <laughs> um and it just you know there's so many more things out there to learn and progress on and work on with helicopters and, and I'm, I'm the kind of person like i like to keep progressing and making gains and learning new things so you know, that helicopter has just opened up a whole new world of, of me being able to do that sort of thing that I'd kind of gotten burned out on with airplanes. Nice. So have you ever thought about taking a leave of absence from flying for any reason? You know, I did take a leave of absence really from about 2009 to about 2016. But since I've been back in it, um, you know, it, it, it's nice, you know, with 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 biking, like I had to be on the bike, you know, to be competitive. And at the level I wanted to be at like, you know, two hours a day, five days a week to be competitive. But with helicopters, like most days when the weather's nice, I'll toss something in my car and go fly it on my lunch break at a park. I've got a little fusion 270 that is great for that. And, uh, and just like, just like Kevin's, I've replaced everything on it except the mechanic, you know, except the airframe itself. But, yeah, that's actually a really good helicopter. And the thing is that the hobby shop is between my job and my house. So, you know, if it hits the ground at lunch, I can swing by my hobby shop and they keep parts in stock and I can fly it again the next day. So there you go. that's let me progress pretty quickly. I think just being able to fly it all the time and, and yeah, it's a good fly. What's that Scott? I said, you are so spoiled. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, yeah, that's yeah. that's that's kind of how it's been. So, right. speaking of which, uh, what current helis do you have in your fleet? What are you flying? Well, um, currently I have a Spectre seven hundred with uh, Hobbywing ESC. I guess I'll go into the the details and setups and everything later. But uh, I got a Spectre seven hundred, but it's crashed. <laughs> I have a Oxy five Meg. But it's crashed. Uh, <laughs> Noticing a trend here. Yeah, I I had a logo five fifty that I really loved. Let me let me guess. Let me guess. Crashed. No, <laughs> sold. I just oh, sold dang it. Ah, this week because I found a oxy five standard that I figured you know this way I can share parts between two oxies. Um. But that Oxy Five was also crashed, so I need to need to get that Oxy Five flying. Um, and then I also have a, a Fusion Two Seventy, the blade, and a Oxy Two, and then the uh, the OMP M One, which uh, I have three and a half acres at my house, but it's uh, there's lots of trees on it and a pond, and I'm not brave enough to fly the even like the Two Seventy over the pond. So, uh, the M1 really works good for some space I have in the side yard. And, you know, that thing, that tail holds damn near perfect. Um, yeah, it's, it's a good practice heli just for, you know, practicing orientation and controls and everything. So I, yeah, for, for being as small as it is, it's, it's, I got no complaints with it. 
Nice. So have you, ever, have you ever thought about going into nitro at all, or is it just you're going to stick to electric? So, come on, Ryan, don't let me down, buddy. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to let you down here. I'm going <laughs> to let you down. But let me yeah, the, my the, thing, the thing with nitro is I just, I don't know anything about it. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it has a motor, an engine. Yeah. And I, I know. No one really? Damn it. What were you looking for there? Yeah, <laughs> throw me a bone, guys. <laughs> we don't know. He's still looking. He's still looking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I know electric real well. I, I, I fly 14s EDF jets. Um, you know, I, I know <laughs> how to make a. I know how to make electric work. Um, it would be starting from square one for me if I were to ever try nitro. Um, that said, there was some Byron's rotor rage I noticed on the shelf at the hobby shop last time I was in there. And I, as far as I know, that stuff's basically unicorn piss right now. Yeah. You should just yep. buy that regardless, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you'll make your no money back what. at Urcha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell you what I will, uh, I'll, I'll bring it to Urcha if someone will pay my gas. I think go. there were there were three gallons. So somebody might. I know. Saying. I'm well, sure. I don't know. Like gas is pretty expensive now, so oh, yeah. it's be a tough tough sell. Yeah, I, I got don't, a small car. I get what it costs at the hobby store, but you can probably sell it for 150 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I. It, it's part of it too. Is is I live outside of town a ways, but even at my, my neighbor's grass runway, like there's still houses around it. So I, I try to be mindful and not piss anybody off. And I don't know if nitro would go over terribly well. Yeah. Just hearing excuses, man. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's all I've got. No good ones at that. Yeah. If he comes to Urcha, Mike, we'll, we'll convert him. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm going to let him. I'm going to let him do some inverted autos on the Protoss. He's going to be hooked. <laughs> to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, you know, I've, I've never I've never flown anything nitro. I've been in this hobby, you know, almost 20 years now, but I've I've never flown anything, whether it's a, you know, a plank or a heli that's nitro, so... If you cherish what's in your wallet, then you should probably avoid it. <laughs> See... <laughs> And yeah, yeah, I've it's got definitely s- not getting any cheaper. I've got so many freaking success that five thousands that you know at this point it's like well I don't I don't know I I just don't see myself really giving it a good shot. But I'd give it. I mean I'd 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 try it if I knew more about it and had someone to kind of help me with that learning curve. I'd I'd probably try it. I just don't. I think Mike is only on one phone call away. Yeah, he'll he'll tell you how to destroy engines, how to. Oh yeah, we'll go over the whole thing. autos. I mean, just he's an open book. I'm telling you, we can call each other late at night and sob. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, talking about you know you know the pocket and monies. Uh, do you have any sponsors, or you sponsor yourself? Uh, I'm fully self sponsored. Um, yeah, no, 
<laughs> for what it's worth, I went through so many helicopters last year. It was kind of like COVID hit, and I was like just trying to find something to keep me inter- you know, occupied. That um, I got pretty damn good at finding good deals, flying a helicopter a few times to see if I liked it or not, and then you know selling it for you know at least what I paid for it. So that that, that sure helped me, I guess, get into this. So. So you're sponsored by smart business decisions, too. Yes, yes. My my wife joked that our garage had become Ryan's RC resale business for a while. (laughs) Yeah, I bet. (laughs) So what was the biggest challenge you've had so far in the hobby? Biggest challenge? um, You know, I I don't know that I've really had any huge challenges that I've really struggled with see that's why you need nitro yeah yeah (laughs) you know i'm uh no i you know it's kind of like the same just you know you hit a plateau and then it's trying to get get over that i mean for a while it was trying to get backwards inverted flight and i'm that's still that's still my weakest orientation by far but you know any more it's you know at, at least i can do it it's it's not necessarily the cleanest and but it's there um right now i'm trying to teach myself how to do uh pyro flips and uh you know i'm i'm trying to like you know have it start upright start spinning around you know do mm-hmm. one or two pyros and then flip it inverted catch it keep it in the same spot, do one or two and Piro's inverted, then flip it back right side up. And smart. You know, I, I, I can, I can do about three or four like that before it starts drifting too far in one direction. Usually it's like drifting away from me. So that, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Trying to, trying to get that down. Gotcha. Cool. That and inverted so- autos. <laughs> which, is, which is why all my helicopters are broke right now so <laughs> well you know that's i think a lot of people including myself you know you start kind of being scared of autos so to speak you know yeah you know mm-hmm. or you feel like well i don't need them right but in mm-hmm. reality behind it is like you just have to push through that, right? It's the, one of those plateaus that you're talking about, you know. Yeah. So, uh, well, let's let's talk, you know, fun flies or events. Do you have a lot of heli specific events in your area, or have you attended any? No, you know, I I've kind of been a lone wolf in this hobby for a long time, and that's something I'm really looking to to change right now. I'm I'm thinking about making the long haul to Urcha or flying there. Um, I haven't decided whether I'm going to do it or not. I probably will, but I'm not quite there. I like it. I definitely should. I probably will. I'm not certain if I will yet. Um, There's not a lot of heli pilots around here. I know Keith Williams is up in Kansas city, but I'm, I'm yet to meet him. Um, There's locally only really two other heli pilots. Um, Ivan Trail is one. I know he's on the Hangout. And then there's another guy, uh, Brian Morris. I think I got his last name right. Um, I met up with him just once. And these are the only two other people I've ever seen fly an RC helicopter. Um, 
and and brian is a hell of a pilot he used to be really big in the hobby like six seven years ago and then he kind of fell out of um flying helicopters to get into drone racing and i know he's competed all over the country racing drones and you know I, the one time i saw him fly my mind was just completely blown by watching him do these you know like pyro tiktoks and everything and he was doing it on an old Raptor 800E. And, uh, oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, all his helicopters seemed like they were, you know, from six, seven years ago, because that's when he kind of stopped flying helicopters. But still, he he pulled him right out, and he was throwing down Pyro TikToks and all sorts of stuff. And I was just like, wow. And that's, that's, that's really the only other time I've seen anyone fly a helicopter, so... Yeah, I, I need to change that. That's something I, I hope to be able to do this year. Last year was obviously a bad year for fun flies. Gotcha. So, definitely. So uh, do you have a designated hobby room in your house? Or are you quarantined to the garage like the rest of us? Uh, you know, I my garage has this nice workbench area, so it's it's really not too bad. Um I've got a whole wall of the garage lined with, with all my, my aircraft and everything. So, um, yeah, usually, usually it's in the garage. I also have a, a desk in the storage room and that's usually where like I keep my batteries and everything. But you know, in the winter when it's too cold to work in the garage or the summer when it's too hot, I move, move down to the storage room, but no, I don't have a dedicated hobby room. Okay. Uh, what is something whether it's a tool or uh, I guess even even a model that you can't do without in the hobby world, even if it's plank related. Plank related. Uh, really, Mike? Do <laughs> <laughs> that in there just for all you, right, Kevin. Right, Damn right. it. I quit. All right. Not really a tool, but a success 5000s. Yeah. Batteries. No, I, I'm dead serious. I. Just about everything I have is based around Success 5000s. I've got, um, you know, that's why I have the Oxy 5 standard and the Logo 550 that I just sold because they fly on Success 5000s. Um, the the Spectre flies on 12S 5000s, which, of course, is two of them. And then uh, I have, I don't even know. I've got two. 12s or 14s jets that run on 5000s um i've got an, a 93 inch uh 3d plane that runs on 12s 5000 and then several other aircraft also so like i i basically based everything i fly on fly off of 6s 5000s so that way when I go when I go to the field, I usually bring about eighteen to twenty plus six S five thousands with me. <laughs> so you don't and, run wow. stick packs or anything. You just run. Just I do. Packs? I do have. I do have three stick packs for the uh, the Spectre. Oh, okay. but um, again, you know, since I have other six S five thousands, if if you know, I burn through those three stick packs, I can still have other batteries for it. So. Yeah, that's it, nice. Let's see how if good could, of friends we are. Uh, what's the head speed you're running on your Spectre? Uh, I'm going to disappoint you, Kevin. 
I run about 1850 on the Spectre. We cannot be friends. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> low headspin. Except, low uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm at a point still where I find that, you know, slowing things down a little bit and and running that lower head speed just just works better for me. No, I, it keeps it keeps it from getting out of out of hand sure. and, and lets me focus on the the finer inputs and everything to well, keep the it specter there. is so light too that 1800 it's kind of like logos right where you know we run our krakens at like 2100 you can run a logo at 18 or 19 and it rips just as hard you know yeah so yeah. uh the specter is very much that way too so 1800 is not a slouch by any means on that hilly um but, i think uh, i i think like uh so I only usually run two banks, and I think my my lower head speed's eighteen fifty, my high head speed's twenty one hundred or twenty fifty. Well, you twenty fifty, I think. That's that's fair. So, but it's pretty rare I get to the. It's I, I usually stick with the eighteen fifty. I hear you. But I'm running like seven. I'm running either switch seven one seven thirteens or BTX seven seventeens on it usually. So a little bit bigger blade. Yeah. Cool. So I'm afraid to ask this next question because there's no way it's going to cost you a fortune to send 20 success 5,000 packs. <laughs> but how can, what is, what do you think is going to take you to lock in 2021 Archer? Oh, I don't even know. <laughs> Life. <laughs> Life. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, we, I don't know. I kind of got to see how things play out. Yep. Oh, that sounds then, but malarkey. I know, I know. <laughs> well, no, actually, let's... I okay. So I have just started ground school to get my pilot's license. So that's definitely going to be part of it this year. Is you know that that's going to be a decent chunk of change. So Shaggy just wet himself. <laughs> <laughs> but if I have my pilot's license, you know what? If I have my pilot's license before Urcha. <laughs> don't do it don't or do it. you just get your hours flying to urcha bingo you know what i think i just got my plan together there we go you All know right. there's an airfield right next to maa right uh, so this so this podcast still serves a purpose sweet <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can literally walk like land on the runway and walk through the weeds and be at urcha all right, I think I, I think I got my urchin plan together. Then I gotta <laughs> I gotta start getting my hours in here quick. No, in all seriousness, if you need to ship stuff, so <clears throat> I know at least for me, my plan is you know obviously life could come in the way, but it's going to be to go to the Nats. So I'll be there probably Saturday night, Sunday morning, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'll be there a full week. So if you need. You know, if you want to get with somebody, you know, uh, to send batteries to, just let us know, man. Okay, I'll I'll keep that in mind. Uh, Sweet. I I'm I'm a father. I have three kids. Um, my oldest two are special needs, and my youngest one is actually still in foster care. We hope to adopt her here soon. So, uh, I I really know what's happening next week, let alone all the way out in August. But I'm I'm sure going to try to make it to Urcha. Cool. Nah, that's all you could do, man. You know, I mean, I had plans to, to go to RCHL and, you know, thug, things come up, you know, thugs yep. come in and punch you in the face and that's life, you know? Yep. Yep. All right. Um, let's see. 
So you had uh, a moment a while back, and uh, I earned you the name Gold Member. <laughs> Why don't you uh, give us the words of wisdom of how not to become a Gold Member? All righty. <laughs> so um, I realized that my charging plan of just basically having batteries out on the desk all parallel charging was uh, less than the best fire safety plan. So I built myself a, um, a filing cabinet. I took a filing cabinet and then lined it with uh, uh, like a fireproof. I, I took some lipo bags and tore them apart and lined that. And then also put like a welding curtain on the inside to make this, this filing cabinet more or less fireproof. And then I put a ISDT P30 on top of it with power supplies and ran wires down to both drawers. And uh, then, you know, if you're charging as many 6S packs as I usually am um, when I go to the field, you know, it's, it's, uh, you, you, you parallel charge them. And uh, I've done this all the time without any problems or anything. Um, I do run like the, the fused safe boards that, you know, if, if you're, if anything gets any cells get too far off, it'll trip a fuse and stop the charge. But right. um, the problem was that now instead of like plugging things in, you know, on the table, I was reaching down into this filing cabinet to, to connect my batteries. And uh, I'd plugged in, I think I was charging six, uh, 6S5000s on one of the channels and I was reaching down in the filing cabinet drawer connecting the batteries and uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of an odd duck. I run, I usually run 5.5 millimeter bullets um, because that makes it really easy to connect 12S or 14S in, in series depending on what I need. Um, but then I use an XT90 parallel board and the XT90s, you know, have like the little yellow uh, uh, um, protector shell around the, the bullets in them. Right. To keep you from short-circuiting it. Well, what I learned was, um, despite that, that the yellow plug around the bullets, my wedding ring was still the, the perfect size to fit down inside of that and oh, no. short-circuit the four five six s five thousands that i'd connected uh that was a tremendous spark and pop um it melted part of my titanium wedding ring which um my wife and i were were poor college kids when we got broke college kids when we got married and uh the it was like a forty dollar overstock.com special was was all it was it was more sentimental value than anything but uh the melting point of titanium is like 2,800 degrees Fahrenheit. So, you know, it was hot and it, my whole hand basically turned black, uh, took off several layers of skin, uh, hurt like hell. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like the adrenaline rush after that happens, like, holy shit, what just happened? So, uh, Thankfully, my wife is a nurse. She took care of me, bandaged up my finger. Um, but yeah, yeah, just just a word of caution. If you are connecting batteries or, or parallel charging anything, make sure you don't have anything metal on your hands that could possibly short-circuit it. Good advice. So, uh, yeah. 
lesson learned the hard way. Now, whenever I'm, I, I have a new wedding ring. This one was a little bit more than forty dollars, um, but um, now whenever I'm connecting batteries inside of that uh, that that charge case I built, um, I, I, I set the ring aside just until I get everything connected. Yes, yes. So. You don't want to lose a finger during a smelting accident. Yes, yes. <laughs> I have an accident. Isn't that weird? Save me from myself. <laughs> oh, I think we need to wrap this one up. Oh, gosh. No, I, I am fortunate though. Uh, my house was built by an electrician, so I have 20 amp breakers on everything, and they're not the whatever arc, whatever yeah, breakers that you have. Pussy shit. Yeah. <laughs> So, I, I can. I have a. I also have a separate charge case that can do fifteen hundred watts. And so I've, you know, just two weekends ago had one case outside with a whole bunch of six S packs plugged into it, doing fifteen hundred watts, and then the filing cabinet inside doing fifteen hundred watts too. So nice. You know, did your hair stand breakers. up when you walked by it? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin is jealous. He's like, ah, oh. yeah. It's like totally. it's like a wet dream for a heli pilot. Mm. Two yeah. cases, fifteen hundred watts each. Ah, oh. doing it. Yep, I'm going to. Me and Keith, we're going to talk. We're going to make it. <laughs> if anybody has a filing cabinet, right? You know, Kevin's on yeah. the market. Yeah. In a fire suit. My neighbors are going to hate. We're going to be like, damn it, he fires up that freaking generator every damn day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's plugging yeah. in his filing cabinet. I don't know what the hell he's doing <laughs> over the there. Hell he doing? <laughs> uh, oh man! Yeah, you know, that filing cabinet idea really worked out pretty well. I'm I'm pretty happy with that setup. So, fortunately, have not had to test the the fireproof capability of it yet. But so I seen that this was a while ago. But I seen a guy who put like an exhaust fan. And uh, it was triggered by a smoke detector system. So he had a smoke detector in the top of the filing cabinet. And this is like a like a four or five foot tall filing cabinet. Right? Oh, wow. This mine's just like a little two drawer thing. Yeah. And when the smoke detector would go off, it would pump all the smoke. The fan would kick on and pump it out the window with like one of those corrugated hoses that would mm. go like for an AC unit that you had sitting on the floor or whatever. Right. It would just wow, pump my- it out the window. Huh. It was pretty crazy. Mine's huh. different. So I I do have a like just a little battery oper- operated smoke detector there in the storage room. So like my my thought is is if anything goes up, you know, it'd be fireproof enough for me to like carry the thing outside of the house. But that's you know that's good enough. Brian, work you know smarter not harder. Put it on wheels. Mm. It is on wheels. Yeah. Oh, there you go. You just push yeah. it straight out set, of the garage. Door. Set it on the windowsill. You could just run in and drop kick it out the window. Your neighbors are sitting out on the front porch. You just see a freaking filing cabinet on fire. On the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, there goes Ryan. He's got a fire incident. Man, I, I live out in the country in Kansas. That That's like an average Tuesday for us. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's funny. Shit, driving home tonight, there was... I'm not making this up. You're probably going to want to edit this out. But driving home late today, um, my wife texted me that there was a freaking dead body on the side of the road with, like, two sheriffs just, like, waving people by. 
I was oh like, are, my you freaking, God. are you freaking kidding me? And then I'm not kidding you. 45 minutes later, I drive on my way home and the dead body's still there with two sheriff <laughs> cars just waving me. And they've got like a blanket with the, you know, over the body with shoes sticking out. I'm like, what the, what the hell is happening <laughs> they're like, here? They're like, hey, won't you touch it? Uh-uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, won't you touch it? <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, That's God. Crazy. Wow. Ryan, man, thank you so much for coming on the show tonight, dude. It's been so much fun. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, man. Uh, if people want to get in touch with you, how could they do it? How could they learn more about uh, smelting accidents? Oh, uh, God. <laughs> so, um, my email was set up about the same time I started flying RC. Um, and. It is ryguy, R-Y-G-U-Y, 135 at hotmail.com. Hotmail. That, hotmail, yep, yep. I, I did set up like a real professional email, and I used it once and then promptly forgot what it was. So the hotmail is a junk mail. Got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, well... <laughs> but no that if, if you want to if you have dt520 e parts and want to reach me there <laughs> oh, yeah send them you know reach out to me i'd appreciate mm-hmm. it that'd be the best way to do it keith hit uh, this guy um, up man he needs a buddy to fly with yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure um not you ian yeah. <laughs> sorry tangent <laughs> but no so uh yeah, that that'd be the best way to reach me. I'm also uh, I'm I'm Ryan Jones um, on Facebook. Um, there's a million Ryan Joneses, but I think I'm the only Ryan Jones in the Heli Hangout. If you're in that group, so that'd be another way to do it. Yeah. If you're, if you're in the area, he could be. You can find him at the Schmelting Mill. Yeah. Painting his gold. <laughs> Hang a left by the dead body and then smell burning flesh, and you're almost there. <laughs> Look for the flaming file cabinets. Right. Turn left to the dead body, and then right. right at the flaming file cabinet, yeah. and then uh, another left into the uh, mostly disused grass runway, and I'll be there. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> well, more like if you see flickering lights at a house, that's my house. Yeah. <laughs> Pop them breakers. Yeah, there he's got go. 36 5,000 uh, 5, milliamp batteries on parallel. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's impressive, though. You know, because, like, you know, I, I have like eight of them, and I'm like, ugh. You know, like it's it's a pain to deal with eight. <laughs> you you know, so here's the thing, though. I mean, my. My RC, my EDF jets, you know, they'll run a, they'll burn through a 14S6000 in four minutes. So if I'm going to the field, I don't want to spend that time dealing with the generator and charging and everything. I want to spend that time flying. So uh, that's why, I mean, that's why I have well, what I have. Well, Ryan, after Urcha, you're going to. You're going to be trading all those 6S 5000s and the EDF jets for as for many nitro. for as many 2S 3600 milliamp pulse packs as you can get your hands on. <laughs> Ryan is going to have 100 2S have 3600 <laughs> I could charge all of these in two minutes. Yeah, it's I great. get how many flights on one of these? Hey, I have bought one gallon of nitro in my life. 
It was for a friend. So, yeah. It was it was for a friend. That, that doesn't true. count. That it was actually, I mean, a friend I've never met, but um, that doesn't count. So the the Oxy Five Meg I have used to belong to Brandon Cooper. He'd posted that he was looking to sell his Oxy because he wanted to go to uh, nothing but goblins, and uh, uh, I was like, hey, I know, I know. But I had a Kraken that I was kind of looking to sell because I was just afraid of crashing the thing. And uh, so we, we basically more or less traded. And so the uh, the Oxy 5 Meg I have was Brandon Cooper's, and he has my Kraken now. And uh, I gave him, I'd been giving him health for a while for converting it to Nitro. And uh, here, earlier this year, he we, we'd kind of kept in touch, just messaging back and forth. He kind of started flying helicopters a few months before me, so I've kind of been trying to, you know, jokingly play catch up with him. Um, yeah, he's just got a few more months of progression ahead of me with uh, a lot of maneuvers. But uh, we just been messaging back and forth, and and one day I got a message that I, I don't even remember what it said, but it just didn't seem like it was meant for me. And uh, anyway, what it, what it actually was was um, I guess his dad had been in a motorcycle accident, had been on life support, and uh, um, the message was meant for Brandon's brother and. Uh, you know, without going into too many personal details, I, I realized what was going on. And uh, so I, I asked him, you know, hey, you know, where, where do you get your nitro from? And he, he said, Scott Graham, usually full pull fuel. And he was like, you know, here I am telling you about what's going on with my dad. I, what do, why do you care? Are you looking at getting into nitro? And uh, so I, I played it off like I was looking at getting into nitro and uh you know asking where he gets his fuel and sorts of things so i i reached out to scott and said hey i want to i want to get brandon a case of fuel just because now that i know what's going on with his dad and so i uh i paypal'd scott enough to get brandon a gallon and told brandon that the next you know five flights or whatever he gets out of a gallon were on me so uh i have bought a gallon of fuel yeah that's really nice man i've never met i've never met brandon in person i i hope he makes it to urge because i'd like to meet him i've been yeah. flying and crashing his helicopter and kept in touch since then he, he <laughs> seems like a just a, a good genuine dude here I'm, a, but, I'm, a, uh, I'm gonna do an impression of him you ready i'm ready here we go all right let me get into character all right here we go all right all right here we go there we go seriously this time all right hey everybody am i here flying Y'all said it was blurry last time. Is it blurry? Okay, cool. Uh, I'm feeling sick today, so I call out of work. But I'm out here flying. It's a little windy, but whatever. How was that? Was that good? Did I fucking nail it or what? You nailed it. <laughs> love you, Brandon. We love you, Brandon. Oh, man. He's such anyway. a good guy. He's he like is. so down to earth. Yeah. yeah. We'll probably yes. go into hell, guys. So it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> a little blurry last time. Good. Oh, shit. All right, here we go. <laughs> if you would like to get in touch with us here at the Hellyhead Show, you can email us at theheliheadshow at gmail.com. If you'd like to give us show ideas or if you'd like to come on to the show, by all means, give us an email. We would love to hear from you. Mike. Yo. 
Oh, it's I'm up. Okay. Jeez. Oh, I got this. Hold on. <laughs> Ready? <laughs> hey, if you guys want to like our Facebook page, uh, uh is this thing on? Whatever. You hear me? Uh, whatever. You, you can't. You don't have to. <laughs> whatever. Uh, follow and subscribe to us or don't. Whatever. Uh, yeah. Check us out on Paul Bean and iTunes. Cool. Cool. Out. <laughs> Brandon out. <laughs> <laughs> I've never even met the dude. <laughs> uh, I think this is where I'm just going to say, you might as well just give a shout out to the other podcast personalities out there because you're probably going to go listen to their show from now on. So, uh, yeah, free this, yeah, tobacco, you know, so, but I mean, look at it this way, Ryan, you are on the last episode that Elliot's put out. So, <laughs> You were on the one that broke the hangout. Yeah. So, and also, you know, uh, folks like Freefall RC, Skids Up, uh, BK Podcast, if they still put out shows, I think they did one month ago. Um, and also, uh, Simone Zunter has a channel that she, she actually does a lot of like training videos, how to, so to speak. And then we have RC Speed Racer, you know, Bob Easter. So go give him a shout out. Go check him out. I think there's always good content out there. So that's all I got. Whatever. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's jump right into some parting words. Gooch, hit it. Oh, my turn? Yeah. Okay. You all right. Let's go. Listen, I got a new radio flag baller. What? With my Futaba 69Z. Mm. Mm. How's that update going? I figured out that it actually does say in the manual that it's up to 32 gigs. So mm. you- <laughs> oh, what did I tell you? It was a smaller one. It was in the very detailed and very lengthy manual. The guy somewhere. with the fly wireless unit from 1984 yeah. helped you. You're mm-hmm. welcome. Yeah. <laughs> the guy, the guy yeah, hasn't what? done an update in 20 years. Whatever. You know, <laughs> so how about the next one? Hashtag F3 sleep. All right. <laughs> Hashtag Scott will not fly my Henesis. Oh, they uh, tandem the Henesis with Scott. Yeah, boy. Mm, I like where this is going. Hell no. But I, <laughs> I will tandem the 580 Nitro. I have no fear of tandem. Put that into a tandem. Ah, let's see. Oh, how about hashtag? Where are we at with the budget, Kevin? <laughs> Same as it was hashtag last time. Ain't got no budget. Here's a new one, mm. kinda. Hashtag. I'm starting to fly like skids. Mm. That's just going to cost I, you a lot of money. It's a bad idea. <laughs> Ooh, the good old hashtag. See you all at the Spring Fling 2021. Nice. I'm excited about that one. Yeah, for, sure. Yeah. For the full weekend. Uh, probably Saturday. Yeah. Uh, we'll work. We got. We're still working on that. <laughs> and this one, thanks to Ryan Honus. Hashtag Honus. Honus. <laughs> Sorry. So the back of the throat. <laughs> Oh, Lord. You're going to make people puke. How about <laughs> hashtag fly sexual 2021? Huh? <laughs> I like it. I think Mike identifies with that one a lot. Yeah, I like it. 
because he'll fly anything that he could get up. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and that's it for me, guys. Thank mm. you. Yard sale. Nice. So I got <laughs> hashtag making a comeback. <laughs> uh, hashtag I just upset Canada once again. He's gone. Yep. Yep. He's gone. hashtag sorry, Darren. Do you still love me? <laughs> yeah. Uh, hashtag because I used to love Hoblins. Mm. <laughs> We've moved on to Krakens. Hasht- Krakos. That's right. That's right. Need the hard stuff. Yep. Hashtag give it a toss and fly it like a boss. I like that. <laughs> hey, That's I don't even know where that one came from. I don't, yeah, well, hmm. Yep. And I then we've got. I stole got, it from something course, else and created it. For you, so anyway. Oh, yeah, I like it. It was very you, so yeah, I like it. Uh, and no episode is complete without hashtag Equipo Esfinter. Fence post, what you got, buddy? Oh, <laughs> I got the <laughs> hashtag legitimate bitch meetings. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what was that? It's it's like like Middle East slash yeah, German. It's like, it's like an Italian <laughs> stuttering. <laughs> <laughs> the hashtag Mo Budget 2021. There it is. Hashtag Effective Collective. Hashtag Defective Collective. <laughs> and hashtag Please Help Me. <laughs> Save me. me! Oh gosh! All right, Brent, hit it. All right, and I got hashtag nothing magic about this guy as usual. Mm. Uh, hashtag no fly guy, but hopefully I'll change that this weekend. Uh, hashtag I changed my mind again. <laughs> Might change my mind about being on in the Heliads, but no, I'm kidding. <laughs> hashtag weather warm weather dick, and hashtag. I gotta get a sphincter 2021. So. Oh yes, Ooh. yes. Everybody needs a good sphincter in their life. Yes. Mm. Golly. Okay. <laughs> I gotta pick myself back up now. All right. Uh, we got <laughs> hashtag July 15th through the 18th coming to South Kanukistan. That's uh, southern. That's northern Ohio. In case you don't know. You got your plane ticket, right? I did. I did. Did you, did you print it out and frame it? No. You should, because me and Mike will come and meet you at the airport with, but, like, rose petals. You know, just welcome a king the, <laughs> or a bougie that you are the right damn way, it. right? Damn it, Gucci. What? Now everybody's going to know what the hell you're talking about. Bougie? You don't want to be bougie anymore? Well, I mean... You make it sound so horrible. <laughs> Explain confused. it. Explain it. I'm confused. I might be flying to South Kanukistan for plus. For what? I I'm going to fly to South Kanukistan for plus. <laughs> he, he drug his wife through hell <laughs> to try to get a first class seat. <laughs> Oh my god, <laughs> son of a bitch. Are you shitting me? Dude, that's like a two-hour flight. I'm like, right, I don't want to sit back there with those peasants. Oh my god, are you kidding me? He makes fun of me being Gucci oh and he's bougie. Oh shit. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was only a few extra bucks. We we had yeah. plane tickets from uh it's only a couple YGEs. <laughs> um one well, it YG. was one YG two oh five. I mean, you know, but it was it was round trip, oh so my God. unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> like you couldn't even just settle for like the exit row or something? A little no. bit of leg room? No. No. No, because Kevin would be like, oh, the plane's going down, whatever. Yeah. You know, just he's gonna be teetotaling up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I told Gucci, I was like, You you little jerks better not show up in freaking overalls and weeds hanging out. Oh your mouth yes, I can't says. wait. <laughs> I'm gonna go get those fake teeth with like yeah. one missing. Yeah. I'm with like, a sign. Hey, Kevin <laughs> with a sign hey, you son <laughs> bitch. With a sign that says Ratchier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for my mail order yeah. hubbin. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go up to the pilot or one of the flight attendants. Where's that bougie son bitch that was up in first class? <laughs> <laughs> You've been uh, saving up for that since he was fourteen. That's right. That's right. This is a big oh, deal. It's a big deal. I, I hope you fall asleep. I would love to fall asleep <laughs> on the plane. <laughs> Yeah, you're going to fall asleep. You won't even be able to enjoy it. Oh, man. <laughs> Inexpensive nap. If I fell asleep, that would be amazing. I'm sorry. So. I can't believe you. Kevin wakes up in Canada where the yeah, plane is going. Showing up at Darren's house. <laughs> being like, how the fuck did I get here? Wait till, wait till I tell everybody at the field. Well, they're going to know now. Thanks, Gooch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bougie. Listen, that bougie. If you're going to buy first class tickets, just Live up. Listen, you know, no, live. Man, they'll eat you alive. Like they made fun of me when they found out I stayed at a hotel at a couple fun flies. Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I stay at hotels at fun flies. What's the big deal? Because <laughs> you're bougie. <laughs> I sleep in a piece of towel. You in a freaking <laughs> a banana hammock. <laughs> a banana hammock. Oh gosh. You're sleeping a in a hotel towel. this time. I don't want to hear it. Um no, I'm sleeping in a banana hammock. No, you're not. I swear to God, Come spring on. fling, banana hammock. I Jesus Christ, you guys got me saying that. <laughs> spring fling, eat <laughs> hammock. Fucking a. <laughs> I was gonna say, I uh, hope not. At least put some shorts on. <laughs> Listen, let, let, let me at least you know redeem myself here. It's somewhat okay. Fact uh, it's is, it's a motel, okay. Oh shit! I had a plane ticket already. We were gonna fly to Seattle. Then COVID hit. We couldn't do our trip, and the wife was like, "Why don't you just roll that ticket into going to Ohio?" And I was like, "Well, you know, what's the difference?" And it wasn't that much more. So I was like, "Fuck it, do first class. Let's just roll with it." So Wait, you were I flying didn't pay first class to Seattle. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm just being a dick. No. <laughs> but, yeah, no. So, it was just a matter that I already had a credit. So, I was like, whatever, you know, let's tack on a few extra bucks and I'll, you know, ride first class in a comfy chair. So. Must be nice. Yeah. So. Oh, here's a good one. I hate this one. Can't hide money. Mm, yeah, I love that one, too. <laughs> that one just fires me up. Because yeah. Yeah. Says the guy driving like you know a 2021 freaking Nissan Titan or some bullshit, right? Yeah, it's it's always that guy. <laughs> or a, a 2021 Dodge or, Ram Rebel. <laughs> that would not be Just me. Saying. Not me. With a freshly trimmed mullet. Okay. <laughs> nice. Can we move uh, on, please? Yeah, let's get back to it. <laughs> that was the longest ha hashtag no ever. No kidding. Ugh, God. So, because I fly first class, I am hashtag SAB broke. 
I say bougie. Mm. <laughs> Sob. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! So hashtag little dip dip and break the tip. Love little that one. Dip dip. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hashtag where are my batteries? They're here, actually. Um, got some new ones. Uh, then somebody wanted to put in here hashtag popped in breakers, but slowly. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta <laughs> ease them up. Ease up to it. Yeah, ease up to it. Yeah. Look at some damn bottle of milk for a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I forgot one. Since we made fun of him, poor guy. Uh, straight from our boy Brandon Cooper, 2021. We got if you don't fly well, then at least crash well. That's a good one. Or don't. Yeah. yeah whatever. Whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So let's wrap it up. We got hashtag too old for hold. Thank you so much for listening. This has been episode number 43 with Ryan. <laughs> Honest. Thank you for attending, sir. (laughs) Catch you guys next time. See ya. Later. See ya, guys. Honest. getting paid somebody's flying first class (laughs) (laughs) you know where all the money's going what a dick (laughs) oh shit made all that money from those sticker sales (laughs) (laughs) damn it that 40 bucks went a long way you sold (laughs) i know (laughs) what's the what's the picture is that the pro pilot what in the fuck is that? Who's chickens? Oh, <laughs> That's me putting my chickens away because you guys are just bullshitting now. And Those I are real chickens. Yes! Dude, Simone Zunter would be like, you, you know, your she, wife would have yeah, to keep her away. Down. Wait, you actually caught one? Yes! Damn, man! I don't know, no! So, Miyagi do that shit. So half my chickens just decide to sleep on top of the coop instead of like inside of it. So every night I got to go out and grab these stupid birds and put them inside the coop so a uh, raccoon or nothing gets them. Well, congratulations. You just made the, the bloopers real. <laughs> <laughs> thought I was on mute. Oh, hell no. Nah. One that decides you can't just that. order them to go into their coop like go, go. Like a well, dog. It happened. Military <laughs> chickens. Come here, chicken. No, seriously. Come here, chicken. Oh, 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 oh that one's getting pretty funny. He is pissed. <laughs>
<laughs> this one's running all around the coop now. You might want to get a helmet. <laughs> we totally need video for this. <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, that's, that's not the right hole, Ryan. <laughs> Damn it, spit on it first. <laughs> Shit. Save the best content for the end. Oh my <laughs> the gosh. Very end. All right. Well, if you want to press on, that'd probably be a good idea. Press on. Are you ready? Yeah. Skids off. Let's do it. Oh god. Oh my god. You Wait, let me open another beer. <laughs> shit, mine's empty. Now. Oh shit. That was that was me. I keep the cooler next to me. <laughs> I'm not lying. Oh shit. Okay, we're good. Fook me. Fook me, fook you. <laughs> All right. It's been a long time. Mm, five dollars. Oh, such honor to be in room with a mannequin with such big penis. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that South Park episode? <laughs> no. Oh, oh, shit, that's funny. Oh, I don't remember. They took our jobs. <laughs> All right, let's do it. All right. What what is he? An extraordinary Oh guy? my god, dude. I was fucking getting pumped up. Magnificent. No, it sounds it's gay. great and powerful. Uh, fabulous. 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 Fucking okay. fabulous. <laughs> okay, here we go. Ryan Coyote Hones. Hones. This is why it takes us so fucking long. Uh. Okay, serious face. Let's go. All right. He <laughs> <laughs> was just thinking about Honus. I was. Honus <laughs> Pendennis. This is how long I've known Kevin. <laughs> I'm a bit slow. Honus. Honest Banderas. Shit. Alright. My name is Inigo Montoya. I banged your mother. (laughs) 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 Oh, shit. (laughs) The only Mexican in Kansas. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, where's the fucking wall? All I see is fucking corn. Corn <laughs> <laughs> sunflowers. All here. I'm going to hell, guys. I'm going to hell. Oh, shit. Oh, and I even, I even, I came here. The- fucking fucking. <laughs> Dude, I'm waiting to hear him fall out of his chair. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You're going to be able to say Honus with a straight face? (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to hear the intro. (laughs) We're here with Ryan. (laughs) 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 (
cojones big cornones mercy me I needed this huh <laughs> alright you guys ready Gooch you ready yep <clears throat> Kinda, I'm still dicking around, but yeah, go. Let's go. He's got he's got money online too. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to flip switch B before I hey, put the card in. <laughs> hey, hey, Mike. Nineteen called. They want their flybars unit back. <laughs> hey, I can update my flybarless unit without using a SD card. So well, that that's pretty easy when there's no updates. Oh shit! That was pretty good. Oh shit! I walked you right into that one, didn't I? Damn! <laughs> Figured you better turn those fans back up. Shit! Hit record. Gucci's fucking rolling tonight. No, oh, I got that one. I got that one. All right, here we go. I thought we started already. Fucking damn it! <laughs> I didn't know what a clusterfuck this show was until I oh, tried to be on it. Yeah, yeah. We, we got about yeah, 20 more minutes bad. of this. I mean, this is... We are pushing 9.30. The fart jokes haven't even started yet. <laughs> <laughs> My seven-year-old got a bunch of whoopee cushions for Easter, and God, they, this, he's, that's all he ever needed for a boy. All right, here we go. You good now? There. 14 SG. That wasn't even me, fucker. <laughs> I was talking about Gucci. I don't think that was Gucci either. Was that not Gucci? No. It was Gucci. I think, was that, Gucci. Was our, I think that was our team chauffeur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right.